I'm doing fine. I'm feeling great. You're not my fan. You can't relate. Straight talk going. Stay not safe. Before you cross me, look both ways. Leaving the scene with no trace. Not in my lead. You out of place. I'm not at the top. I'm out of space. Can't eat with us. We're out of place. I'm doing fine. I'm feeling great. You're not my fan. You can't relate. Straight talk going. State to state. Hey guys, what's going on? It's your host, your boy, George McKay. We are literally a bit out from Bound for Glory. It's one of the biggest pay-per-views in Impact Wrestling, one of my favorites of the year. And I'm sitting down with the reigning, defending, knockouts woman champion. And we welcome, for the first time, to Straight Talk Wrestling, Jordan Grace. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Oh, no problem. It's an honor to speak with you. I'm a big fan of yours. You're an absolute beast in the ring but one of the sweetest people that I've ever seen outside of the ring as well. So that's oh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> that's, a, that's a testament to you for sure. My first question, uh, my daughter, the mini host, she touched on it a little bit, but you're facing Masha Slamovich. Now this is literally someone that I don't think anybody could really prepare for. You could try any way you want, but she has no quit much like yourself. She doesn't give up much like yourself. This is almost like facing a mirror image of yourself. How do you prepare for something like that? How do you prepare for this war that you know you're going to go through? Um, I think the, the mental preparation more than anything, just know that it's going to be like one of the hardest hitting matches of my, of my career. I mean, I've seen, you know, how she's wrestled with other women and what she's done to other women. And so I think just mentally preparing myself for that has been like a big thing. Um, I've been trying to get into the best shape of my life just so I can have the endurance to, if I can't, you know, I, if I can't if I can't beat her just physically because I know that she hits really hard and I know that she'll break her hand trying to punch you basically <laughs> um I I think I've I've complete confidence in myself that I can at least outlast her endurance wise so I'm, I'm excited for the match I'm, lo- I'm really looking forward to it and I feel like uh it's it's a huge opportunity for me to just prove why I'm the face of the women's division absolutely and this is a woman's division that without a doubt has been consistent has been stacked, has been consistently elevating and changing the way women are perceived in this business, not just by looks and athleticism, but by everything from promo cutting to storytelling in the ring. You guys are phenomenal. I've been a big fan of the knockouts division. I mean, being a girl dad, you got to have ladies to be heroes for your daughters. And both of my kids are absolutely in love with impact wrestling and all that they do. But when you're consistently elevating and consistently reaching those glass ceilings and breaking through, When you're at the top of the mountain, it's always that champion's challenge to elevate further. Do you feel like you can springboard this even further to where the knockouts division – knockouts division is a household name. You can't talk women's wrestling without talking the the impact knockouts, plain and simple. Um, You know, I sure hope so. Obviously, I can't do it myself because I'm not, you know, the person who who gets eyes on impact. I guess you would say like – I can't, I'm not, one person is not going to make someone watch Impact, I don't think. Um, I know that they tried to do that with a couple of people, just bringing them over from AEW, but I think it's just a thing where people have to get over the stigma of, you know, the old TNA. And I, I hear it all the time about how, you know, so-and-so ruined TNA and they never watched again, but it's been 10 years. So I really feel like if for if for nothing else, you just got to watch it one time just to give it a chance. And Bound for Glory is a great opportunity to give it another chance because, honestly, our pay-per-views have not missed in a long time. Like, we have some of the best pay-per-views in professional wrestling, period. And just the fact that I'm wrestling Masha Slamovich is also a great reason to order it because it's, uh, it's kind of like um, an unofficial streak versus title match. 
and we both are going in with a ton to prove. Absolutely. You actually mentioned unofficial streak versus title, but here's the killer is that um, you talked about mental preparation, preparing for how like she'll literally break your hand or her hand to hit you. That's actually, Mm -hmm. she might even break your own arm off and try to hit you with it too. She's just out there completely six ways from Sunday. But she's also got this real good mental game of getting inside your head. Even if you don't want her to rent space, it's there. Uh, do you do you sleep at night looking over your shoulder, seeing if she's oh. there? She's found a way to get into your room. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, I definitely, <laughs> I definitely don't don't think it goes that far. I mean, she's definitely a threat to a threat to the title. I know that she's an incredible wrestler, but psychologically i don't i don't really take those things um that seriously to be completely honest so i mean it's just something that i'm I'm a person where a lot of the things i do in the ring i don't know if i can do them or not until i get in the ring and actually do them like some things you just can't practice and you can't practice wrestling masha slamovich you just have to go out and do it and do your best and hopefully either you kill her or you survive right <laughs> I like it. That's the best way to put it. You either kill her or you survive. So talking about the stigma around TNA and how it's been 10 years and the product has gotten so much stronger and so much better. And again, it's the consistent elevation of the wrestling business. I look at Impact as a benchmark for a lot of that. And I'm not an Impact mark. I love the product. But there's also things I dislike about the product. I mean, again, I'm not the booker. So I'm not going to pretend to be an armchair booker. I enjoy it for what it is, which is great wrestling and great talents. Mm -hmm. It's always been an underrated locker room. But the thing that I love about Impact, again, is like I said, breaking those glass ceilings, breaking stigmas, putting titles on women in in positions where it's usually men. And they're always consistently doing that. Do you feel like Impact is ready for another female heavyweight champion? That's a great question. Um, I feel like, yes, I feel like uh, the knockouts division is really a staple of Impact Wrestling. And I feel like the women there... They wrestle the win. They wrestle men in general. I mean, I've wrestled guys. Ty has wrestled guys. Me has wrestled guys. We've all been in some form of intergender matches, and I feel like I feel like definitely it's it's been a few years now, and I think it's definitely uh, time to give someone else an opportunity to show why a woman can be the face of an entire company and not just a division. Absolutely, I couldn't agree with you more. Again, being a girl dad, I always look for those role models to look up to. Speaking of which, you know you're a role model, and that's a huge again. Uh, you know, Cape benchmark, kudos to you. How does it feel to having these young uh, men and women, these young fans of wrestling looking up to you as a superhero? It's got to be the coolest feeling in the world, but it definitely comes with, to be cliche, a sense of responsibility. For sure. And it's a lot of pressure. And I kind of feel it even more directly because I have um, a little sister who is 16, who she's, I mean, I moved, I moved out 10 years ago. And ever since then, she's literally like had my pictures on on the wall. Like, um, she started lifting weights recently. So I feel that pressure more than, more than ever. She sends me pictures of her flexing all the time. So it is definitely a lot of pressure. (laughs) That's all. Does that mean we have another grace coming down the pipeline? Like, is it, could it be sister versus sister in a few years? It's really funny. It's really funny. She actually said something about wanting to start training recently and i was like well you definitely need to finish high school first because i started wrestling when i was in high school and i missed a lot of experiences that i i look back now and i wish i hadn't done that so i'm definitely telling her to wait until at least until after you graduate absolutely 100 percent. so we talked about you know uh 
elevation matches and stuff matches actually you touched on with my daughter about matches you wish you could have done over again only because there wasn't fans there now that we have fans on a consistent basis and again the fans are kind of like that unsung adrenaline shot or energy drink if you will that kind of push you how how much more exciting was it to go from not having fans to working like that for a lengthy period of time to now having fans back in is that something you could switch on right away or did it take a few shows to really build back to having the fans there with you um, I would say kind of, kind of in the middle of both those things, like you, obviously when there's a crowd, you, you, you work the crowd, right? You, you know, you do certain things to have, make the crowd react. And we were in the pandemic for such a long time that you didn't have to do any of that stuff. You would just sell directly to the camera. You would do everything towards the camera. So it was kind of like, uh, it took maybe one or two shows, but you kind of had, had to find that happy medium again. Like, oh, don't just look at the camera, look at the fans because they're, they're actually in the building now. <laughs> Absolutely. 150%. A couple more questions. I'll let you go enjoy your evening. Now, when all the smoke is cleared and all the dust is settled and bountiful glory is come and gone, and we're going towards hard to kill in January. Do we, do you think that um, the knockouts division will surprise us in this October, not asking to give away too much, but are there any surprises that could be looming or are there any potential females that you would like to see come into impact? And really, again, like you said, it takes the whole, whole knockouts division to elevate the division. Is there anybody that you could see that's out there that you would love to see an impact given the right opportunity at the right time? Um, so you say this and I, I feel like it's a, it's a good time to bring up that impact. Um, it, it's already surprising us with the, with the knockouts in the women's division. You have, um, a woman debuting tonight who has never been on impact wrestling at all. And she's in the main event of the show tonight in one of the most iconic matches in impact history, which is the monsters ball match. And that's alley cat. So I think just the fact that impact is, I mean, you can assume that people watch GCW if they watch Impact Wrestling just because they're two kind of niche markets, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, WWE fans might only watch WWE, uh, but Impact fans, they they probably watch something else other than Impact. So I think that they're putting a lot of stock into, into independent wrestlers too, independent female wrestlers. So they got Alley Cat, they had Max come in, and I thought that was awesome. So hopefully we see those two back. I would really love that. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I feel like you and I, we're, we're hitting that wavelength. The, the, the gasoline is cooking here in this one. Um, when I think about impact, I think about, again, all the barriers that were broken, all the glass that's been shattered, everything like that. If, if there was a way to, I mean, again, the product speaks for itself, but the fact that a lot of people think of it as a lesser tier, do you find that insulting or do you feel like everyone in the locker room has that chip on the shoulder to be like, go ahead, discount us, count us out, does it matter? Because we're going to keep doing what we do, which is be consistent, kill it, and keep bringing fire every single time. It, I wouldn't say it's insulting because I completely understand where fans where fans are coming from when they say that it's it's difficult to watch the product because it's not on like you know uh, a TBS or a Fox. It's not on something like that, so it's a little bit harder to watch. And when you have so much wrestling so easily accessible, I can completely understand why fans would gravitate more towards those things i mean most people can't watch 40 hours wrestling week it's very difficult (laughs) so i completely understand that but it does make us work a lot harder because every time someone new does tune in we know that we we can't miss we have to kill it we have to win that person over so i definitely think it's one of those things that makes us work that much harder to get that fan to come back and watch impact 
Absolutely. Well, that's kind of where the inspiration for, I mean, Bound for Glory, Hard to Kill. The pay-per-views all tell a story. Mm-hmm. We are Bound for Glory. We're definitely hard to kill because we keep coming back and we keep killing it. That's the great thing about Impact. That's one of the reasons why I'm, I've stayed. I didn't leave when everybody else did. I stayed because I had a belief in it. And also, I'm a, I'm a Canadian. And they have a huge Canadian yeah, roster. You have to. Yeah, you have to. It's close to home. Listen, if Canada is one thing. We always apologize even when we don't make mistakes. And we always stay loyal because that's who we are. And loyalty is something that the Impact Locker Room has in leaps and bounds. Yeah. That locker room has consistently kept the same talent around. Some have said goodbye. Some have come back home. When opportunities, you know, didn't go their way or an opportunity to come back home did. But the fact is loyalty counts. What does it mean to be in that locker room with so many talented wrestlers, male and female, that all know loyalty to impact and what they can bring to the table, given the more opportunity or the more eyes that see them? It's very special. Um, And the longer I've been in impact wrestling, the more I feel just like. I feel like very, like, like you were just saying, just very intense dedication and loyalty to the company. And my husband has even said it before when I talk about impact that I just feel, I sound so passionate about it. And I I do feel passionate about it because I just know that we're killing it like day in and day out. And people are going out and they're, they're putting their, their lives on the line, basically delivering these killer matches. And I don't think that we're getting the due that we should get. Um, We have some of the most unique matches ever we have the ultimate x match which is impacts love letter to pro wrestling it's one of the greatest matches ever in my opinion um we have an incredible knockouts division just everything there's something for everyone here and i feel like uh, more people should watch it so i just want to be one of those people to represent impact the best i can going forward and get more people to watch it well, to put a cliche, like my five-year-old daughter or six-year-old daughter now, see, sorry, I made a mistake there. I apologize. I made a mistake <laughs> on my own kids. Like my six-year-old daughter says, the first time she saw you, we were just introducing her to wrestling. She was about four, four and a half. And she saw you and she goes, daddy, she is beautiful and huge. And I think she could rip the head off of anybody. And I said, you're probably right, buddy. And you know what? I would not want to piss her off. And I know that uh, her husband is just as tough as she is. And then I showed her a picture of, of John and she said to me, no, she can beat him. So from my junior wrestling fan to your husband, just let John know that if that match ever happens, you got you got my daughter in your corner. You got my little one in your corner. Hands down, she thinks you could rip his head off and not even sweat an ounce. Her money's on me, huh? Is that pressure? Is that pressure? <laughs> I'll let him know. Thank you. No problem. All right, Jordan, thank you so much for this interview. Before you go, if you could just do me one big favor, look at the camera. Give me that Jordan Grace intensity and say, hey, guys, this is Jordan Grace, and you are watching Straight Talk Wrestling. Please like and subscribe. Hey, guys, this is Jordan Grace, and you are watching Straight Talk Wrestling. Amazing. Thank you so much. It was an honor, an honor and a privilege to speak with you today. I can't wait to see you versus Masha because between you and me, I know that match, like almost every knockouts match in every pay-per-view, is going to steal I'm going to swear right now, but it's cool because my kid's not in the room. Steal the fucking show. (laughs) Thank you so much. I I really hope so. Fingers crossed. There's a high bar to clear. Absolutely. And you guys will. You guys are going to excel and kill it. Again, guys, Jordan Grace, Straight Talk Wrestling. Thank you so much. Peace, love, and wrestling. We'll see you next time. Peace. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to tune in next week for another great episode on all available podcast platforms and hosted on Podbean. Also, check us out on YouTube at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Instagram at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Facebook at Straight Talk Wrestling, and on Twitter at underscore Straight Talk. And if you feel the need to buy some sweet merch, check us out on ProWrestlingTees.com. Hey.
Leaving the scene with no trace. None in my lead. You out of place. I'm not at the top. I'm out of space. Can't eat with us. We're out of place. I'm doing fine. I'm feeling great. You're not my fan. You can't relate. Straight talk going state to state.